As I mentioned before, this Pasha has this famous principle of uh, testimony, witnesses, that two witnesses are the way a Bezdin can establish uh, a truth, whether something happened, whether something happened and whether um, a certain verdict or punishment can be administered based on the testimony of the witnesses. There has to be two witnesses. And the Torah says, Apishnaim Edim, or Apishloisha Edim, Yumasames. If you put somebody to death because of a crime they committed, you have to have first evidence based on the testimony of two or three witnesses. And the question is, why does it say two or three? Obviously, if two are sufficient, then why do we need to mention that three are sufficient? And the Mishnah asks this question. But the Ramban here in the parsha brings a very interesting Rapsadye Gaon. Rapsadye Gaon says that the two and three here in the Pasuk are not both referring to witnesses. Two are referring to witnesses, and the three is referring to the Bezdin. Because we know that a minimum Bezdin is made up of three Dayanim, three judges. Now, the Halach is that three judges are sufficient for civil uh, charges, for civil uh, lawsuits. So if somebody's charged with a financial uh, liability, it's enough to adjudicate this with three judges. But if it's a capital punishment, let's say a murder, if somebody's charged with, with, with murdering, um, with murder, then you have you need 23 Dayanim. So this Pasuk is obviously talking about a capital case because it says, Apishnaim Edim, Oishloish Edim, Yumas Ames. It's talking about somebody who's being put to death because of a crime they committed. So we're talking about a capital uh, punishment case. So we would need three, 23 Dayanim. So Reb Gon's commentary doesn't seem to make sense. He's saying that the Torah is saying, Apishnaim Edim. You need two witnesses. And Shloisha Edim, you need three judges. But why are they called Edim, says Ripsadigon? They're called Edim because they are Mechabal the Edus. They're the ones to receive the Edus, the testimony, and verify it and substantiate it. So the Ramban asks, but the Pasik is talking about Yumas Ames, about a capital crime. So how can Ripsadigon say that this Pasik, which says Shloisha Edim, is referring to the Dayanim? You need 23 for a case which is, involves a death penalty. That's the question of the Ramban. And the Chassam Seifer, Pnei Yeshua, they both give the same answer, that Reb Sadiq Gohan was talking about accepting the testimony. And let me explain what they say. In a judicial procedure, there's two parts. There's the testimony, which is the report that the witnesses give to the Bezdin what they saw. Based on that report, the Bezdin has to establish whether their report is can be considered fact or whether it's still speculative. Once the Bezdin has accepted the testimony and has interrogated them, they can make then a determination that these uh, reports uh, should be accepted and seen as fact, and based on the fact, we now need to deliberate what punishment to give the defendant. Says the Chassam Seifer and the Pnei Yeshua that although for a capital punishment you need 23 judges, but the verification and the receiving of the testimony and the investigation can be done 
with three Dayanim alone. What happens afterwards, after the three Dayanim have investigated and interrogated the, the witnesses, they then report to the other 20, and if the other 20s have further questions of the witnesses, they can then send those questions to those three who will then interrogate them. But the procedure of tra- transferring a report from the um, context of testimony to fact, making this now as fact, it's no longer a matter of testimony, it's a matter of, of reality. And based on that, the just, justice can be administered. That ha- can happen with three witnesses, even in a capital case. Then you need 23 Dayanim to deliberate whether to kill the person or not kill them, whether there's some kind of defense we can give him. But the, the, the process of transitioning from witnessing and, and, and testimony to the best in determination that this is a factual reality, this is, we accept that that's what can be done with three. This is the, how they explain the Rapsadi Gon. In order to understand this, we need to understand more in depth what testimony is in Allah. And I will try to explain to you also how this is completely consistent with the way Pinimi Chasidis, explains the concept of testimony. We find the concept of testimony in Agada, in Drush, Medrashim, starting with Yeshayahu Novi. says, Atem Eidai, we Jews are called witnesses. Well, witnesses to what? To Hashem? That Hashem exists? So the world should know that it's true, Hashem exists. Torah is called Eidus. Eidus. The Luchets are called Eidus. They're a testimony. <coughs> the Medrash says that Hashem and the Jewish people give testimony that Shabbos is holy, and Shabbos and the Jewish people together give testimony that Hashem is Emes. And Shabbos and HaKadosh Baruch who testify by the Jewish people that we are a unique nation. That every, all, all three give testimony to each other. What does that mean, we give testimony? I mean, it's, testimony normally means that you give a report about certain facts that other people don't know about. You're revealing a truth about something that transpired and people are not aware of it, and you are transmitting that report based on what you saw. But what is this testimony? The Gemara says also, interesting, that when a person dies, you know, the ceiling, the walls, the, the, the walls of a person's house will testify on his behalf or against him. In other words, the walls of a person's house contain all the information about what the person did or didn't do throughout his entire life. What does that mean they testify? Is it Semachedek asks, what well, Hashem doesn't know what a person did? We need the walls of a person's house to come and testify. In the next few posts, I will discuss this in greater depth.